All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is season three, episode four of Best Foot Forward. We are all welcoming you from our various um, abodes all around the United States. I am in Chicago. Uh, Brian is in Texas. Allison is in Colorado. And Mike is in North Carolina, I believe. Um, so, but of course, as we always do, we find a way to come together um, and deliver a quality or what we think is a quality show uh, to our viewers or to our listeners. Yeah. Is this our uh, first time we're all, we, I think we've done one where I was um, virtual, but this is our first time with all of us being uh, virtual, correct? I, I think that's accurate. Yeah. Cause we had you, I think we had you call in, you are our special guest call in um, so, for, the, yeah. for that episode. Yeah. So uh, spanning three different time zones, that's pretty cool. Um, makes it hard for recording purposes, but uh, we did it. Um, I know a lot of people have been begging all of us with, Hey, when's the next episode coming out and with all of our personal schedules being different and the time zones, and there's a lot of business stuff to deal with too on the admin side. That a lot of people don't realize, um, but Hey, we've got it all figured out. We're kind of all settled in our, our routines. Now we've put aside time for, um, our extracurricular activities and, uh, we're here and, uh, we're sad to get back into it. Absolutely. It's, uh, good to hear everybody's voices again and uh and areas that have sound acoustics i had to change my location right before this to uh actually get to a place that i thought would be a little bit better um a little echoey but uh yeah it's good to be back Allison, how do you feel about being back it's good to be back i mean i really when's the last time we recorded it hasn't been that that long it has been four months Okay, well, you know, we've just been busy. That's all. But we can. Tr- we should try to get some, like, regular schedule going or something. Some regular upload schedule. Well, um, well, that's a good idea. Pass that up. And um, we'll see. Anyway, this is not a business meeting. This is a podcast. We'll discuss our business details later. Um, anyway, Daniel was recently talking about a movie that he just saw. And uh, I think he had a question for us, so kind of intrigued to see what he's got here and everyone's opinions. Yeah. Okay. So I, I previewed to my uh, my gracious co-host before the show. There are two things I want to advertise um, on this episode, and by advertise, um, of course, we have our monetary advertise advertisers, um, hundreds of them asking us all the time, when can we um, pay you money to get advertised on the show? And we have to just decline so many of them, um, especially because we make a lot of um, sort of off the books endorsements of movies and snacks. Um, so a lot going on. Um, also not f- for profit. We need to make that clear, you know, right. We return all of our, um, earnings into, uh, investments into the, into the show. Um, as hopefully you can tell, we have good mics this episode. Um, wow. I think. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> we have one good mic. That's exactly one. Um, so I watched this movie called Palm Springs on Hulu. Um, so if you're listening, this is a good, it's a great movie. It's basically a spin on the Groundhog Day idea of there being a stuck in a time loop of the main character being stuck in a time loop. So it got me thinking, great movie, by the way, so go watch it. But it got me thinking as I was trying to prepare for the show and thinking of, you know, something to, to talk about. If you were to be stuck in a time loop, meaning you wake up every day, it's the same day. What would that day look like? Um, so yeah, that's my question. It's a tough one. 
I have a um, clarifying question. Oh. So is it the same day as in just like the same date on the calendar, but you can choose to do like choose to act differently? Because in Groundhog Day, he like tries to do different things to try to get out of the loop, you know? Can you do different things or do you have to do the same activities? So that is a good clarifying question. Um, I don't quite know the answer. I wasn't prepared for that one. Um, but you will wake up in the same spot in the same bed or uh, in around the same people in the same area. So in the movie, um, in Palm Springs, I actually haven't seen Groundhog Day. Um, I will okay, admit. We'll discuss that after the show. Okay. Yeah, I know. I'm going to get lambasted by uh, by Mike for sure. But That's part number three. <laughs> Interruption, Daniel. I also have not seen it. So it'll be about 50-50 on the uh, lambasting. Okay. So we have a quorum here who has not seen um, uh, Groundhog Day. So Our apologies. social media person, you want to put a poll out after this who's seen Groundhog Day? Yeah, and just while well, you mentioned the social media thing, quick plug, we have an Instagram now since our last episode. We've made an Instagram. So it's at best foot forward, no caps, no spaces. So you the can branding, follow us there. The branding is much better than Twitter. Mike, do you want to do you happen to recall what our Twitter is? I'm going to go with at best underscore foot underscore the numeral four W-A-R-D. Works for me. It's it is what it is. It's what we could fit in the uh, in the in the box that it, it had us do. Anyway, sorry for cutting you off, Daniel. You were talking about in Palm Springs. Yes. Um, he wakes up at a wedding at, at his like girlfriend's family's a, a wedding for someone in his girlfriend's family. So his girlfriend's in the room. Um, and the family is like out in the rest of the little cabin or wherever they're staying. It's not a cabin. It's like a nice a big place. But so you get to choose where you're going to be, who you're going to be with. Um, and what you can do uh, in the day is, you know, is limited to what you could do in a normal day. Like you can't just go anywhere you want because you're just going to restart um, in the same place the next day. Well, I guess you could go anywhere you want then, right? Yeah, it's like, it's, it's like sleeping in Minecraft. You go out and you die, you're going to wake up in the same bed. So. Yeah, it's exactly like that, but real life with with um, Andy Samberg. So, so yeah, I don't know. I'll open the floor. Just a, just a thought. I'll jump in here first. Um, that'd be helpful for today because I actually had a test today. So, you know, I'd be able to take that test a few times over, uh, improve the grade a little bit. I did all right. So, but um, I think for... The actual scenario, I think that'd actually be um, pretty fun. I think obviously the first few times, especially if you like didn't understand what was going to happen, um, you do things like in your normal day. Um, but I mean, assuming no consequences, because you just start the day over, uh, you really could go out and do some crazy stuff. So I think like as I started out, I'd probably like, you know, maybe shift my schedule around and be a little bit more um, productive. Um, but also assuming that there is not a tomorrow, I don't have to be that productive. So I'd like just kind of do what I want. Um, I think in, in the path of no consequences, um, it'd be interesting to see uh, how fast I get to things that just I would not be normally doing. Uh, I think it'd be fun to learn how to like pick locks or something like that. Um, and so I'd, I'd slowly pick up that skill and assuming that I like keep my memories from the um, events that happened in the previous repeated days, um, can get pretty good at that. Um, I think that'd be pretty fun. So what I got from that is Brian is going to take those days learning how to become a successful felon. And um, I can't disagree with you because I would definitely try and do some 
stuff that I wouldn't do in normal life. Um, you know, like, hey, I I feel like after all the movies and video games I've played, I think we could rob a bank like all of us, um, which that is a topic for an episode. I just thought of that. Um, but anyway, for me, I'm thinking, right, I'm going to go with normally you would think of like a day in the past. that was like perfect. No, no, no. We're going to go out in the future, right? So here we go. I'm going to set the scene for you. Alarm goes off six in the morning, but you wake up before your alarm at like 555. There's birds chirping outside. The sound of animals, the smell of nature comes into the room. You wake up, you look around, ah, you're inside your log cabin that you built somewhere out in Montana on a nice big piece of land. You go into the kitchen, you make yourself a coffee. I don't like coffee yet, but I'm figuring I will when I get older, as most people do. Make myself some coffee. I'm going to go outside. I'm going to stand on my porch. I'm going to take a sip. I'm going ah, to look out at my nicely mown grass, right? Um, see if that has to get done. I'll probably cut the grass every – I'll still cut it like every seven days, but you know it won't need to get cut, but I'm going to do it anyway. So that's like the morning. going to make myself some breakfast um, you know, on the stove. going to make my dog some breakfast as well because he's just going to eat human food at this point, which is fine. And then I'm going to go outside, I'm going to get dressed up, and I'm probably going to have a project. I'm probably going to have a lot of projects that you know I had going around the house that I never finished. And then each day I'll just start working on another project. I won't get any progress done, but that's probably what would have happened in normal life anyway because I'm starting too many of them. So I'll go around, do different projects. I want to learn to ride a horse, by the way. That's out there. But I think if I was to land in Montana just to have a horse, I'm going to take the horse out for a little trot. You know, go around, maybe hop on the ATVs and go through a course because I'm also going to have that on my big piece of land in Montana. Um, and uh, yeah, I don't know, maybe like see if like some traps caught some animals because I think I'd, if I would live out in Montana, you know, hunt and fish a little bit. Um, and I just like explore, like I just go off wandering and just enjoying life for what it is, breathing in the fresh air. I was. Okay, I was a bit of a rant. I didn't really think that through in the beginning, but that sounds like a good time to get stuck in. It almost sounds like you just kind of laid out what you want your retirement to be like. I mean, yeah. <laughs> so if I can jump in here just quickly. Um, yeah, one of questions. The central, what? Oh, oh follow-up uh-huh. question. Yeah, no, I, th- I mean, maybe I will. Um, but one of the central tensions of the movie is that um, inadvertently, the main character, this doesn't spoil that much. This is in the first 20 minutes of the movie. Um, inadvertently, he brings someone into the time loop with him. Um, so there's ethical considerations to that. But then, uh, you know, I really don't want to spoil a lot of the movie. But it it says a lot about loneliness and um, what it means to be, you know, to have mm. people with you in certain situations. So um, that is a thought because you might be alone the whole time. Yeah. Or you might not be, but well, that yeah, you know, I, I don't point. know. Well, the thing I was thinking when I was going through that of why I think it'd be better to like be alone because I can't imagine, and you kind of see it in Groundhog Day. Obviously, I haven't seen the movie, but like, like it, you kind of get that frustration where like you might be trying to either build a relationship or you just want to like, like you're not progressing anywhere with people, whether it's your friends or family or random strangers. And I think it like really stressful and annoying, like. If that way, if there is nobody that I really interact with, or if I do, it's like every few days I go and like talk to them, then uh, I feel like it'd be less frustrating. But yes, could could definitely get lonely. Because the other cool thing would be like, all right, then you do like 
you know, yeah, like with your friends. And like one day you rob a bank. Next day you go to a ball game. The next day you like, I don't know, you go to a trampoline place. You can do a bunch of cool things with your friends that maybe you wouldn't have had the chance to do. So I don't know. Anyway, Allison, Daniel, what's your perfect uh, time loop stuck situation? Well, I don't know about my perfect ideal one, but I feel like you could get to know people really well because you could push their buttons and sort of test them in ways that you never would in real life. Because if there's if they're not going to remember it the next day, then you can test them as much as you want. That's so they'll, maybe they'll be mad. <laughs> such a cruel and manipulative thing to say, but go ahead. No, not even just in a bad way, though. Like, maybe you're afraid to, like, tell someone how you really feel, even if it's a good thing. And then maybe there's a bad response. Like, I bet so many relationships don't happen because people are afraid to tell other people how they feel, you know? But, like, if you were able to, you just tell them how you feel, they shut you down. Oh, well, the next day you can start over with someone else, you know? You'd definitely be able to conquer that fear pretty quickly. I mean, after a few days saying – I love you or something like that. It's almost um, like a pair they do a summer's day. Come on. You got to get fancy with it. I mean, you also, but it goes back to Michael's point. You don't, you really don't progress in like the relationship anyway. If you get past that like initial fear, but I mean, it'd definitely be cool. Well, so I guess this is assuming that eventually you're going to get out of it or you're hoping that one day you're going to get out of it. So you're trying to make, I don't know, make progress while you're in it. But I guess, I guess if that's not happening, then maybe there's no point. You know, I guess that's kind of how, yeah, I guess that's how I built like my um, scenario too, because otherwise I wouldn't be taking my test every morning. Yeah, I guess, I I mean, I shook my head, Allison, when you said um, uh, something about getting out, but like, I guess the whole point is like, you don't know if you're going to get out and when do you lose hope if you lose hope. Um, But, you know, to both of your points, Mike and Allison, um, there's a sort of like futility to it where you might be trying to do something every single day or build a relationship or do something um, materially. And it just doesn't matter because the next day, regardless of what you do, um, you're going to wake up and it's as if nothing happened. So I don't know, definitely wear down on you. It's definitely not a good thing that you're stuck in the time loop, but I guess the point of this question, um, maybe if there is a point, you know, it's, we just kind of chat on this podcast, but um, is to, see how do you do in the face of boredom and hopelessness which is <laughs> that's kind of a scary question yeah yeah i think it's just i guess it's hard for me to answer because every answer i can come up with would be in order to better myself once i get out like i don't know what i would do if i was just stuck in a time loop forever because even like reading a bunch of books and educating yourself it's like what are you going to do with that if nothing's ever going to come out of that education I don't know. That's a good point. That is a good point. I did not think about it that way. Guess I just get really good at video games. And then, like, with our luck, like, the day that it would run out is, like, when we get caught, like, trying to rob Fort Knox. It's like, well. I don't know. Daniel, did you give an answer yet? I don't think so. Well, now that you mentioned Fort Knox, I'm thinking about Area 51. But with Mm. callback to our earlier episode, which is a wonderful episode by the way if you haven't um found it i don't know what's season two episode like three or four thereabouts i think if i had to remember um but i i don't know if i can get a specific like locale where it would be but i think i would kind of riff off of what allison said and i would have to be somewhere around people 
because I would want to, I would kind of want to see what was going on. Like if I, you know, say or do something, who's going to react in what way. Um, I just think that's interesting. Like as a thought experiment, right? Yeah. Well, um, everyone's kind of got their things on that. So I just threw that. I have two questions, right? Um, so someone pick one or two, and I'm going to ask that question. Just a quick little one shot. All right, Daniel votes two. Allison, Brian. Brian says zero. Wonderful. Allison said two. All right, two. Ready? So this kind of came to me, but I've had this conversation with other people before. So assume tomorrow, weird succession of a, a chain of command, all that goes down. You are now elected president of the United States. Congratulations. Hail to the chief. Bah, 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 right. All that. Anyway, it is your first day in office and you get to sign any executive order you want. What is that order going to be? It can be cool. It can be, you know, progressive. It can be random, it can be stupid. What are you signing on your first day in office? I know mine, but Daniel, you want to talk, go first. Yeah. So, and this is the, this actually is a great segue into the second thing I wanted to promote on this show today. So to, to answer your question, I would make um, all healthcare free. It's a very political thing, but I think it, it speaks to me in particular um, because I just had um, my nose fixed. I had a surgery that allows me to actually breathe through my nose now, which is terrific. So if you're listening right now, I'm doing that Joe Biden thing where he points at the camera with his pen um, that you can't see because this is an audio show. But if you can't breathe through your nose, go see an ENT and have them fix it for you because it's worth it. And I think, honestly, that everyone should be able to breathe. I think that's a fundamental thing. So I would like healthcare to be free so the folks that don't necessarily have insurance um, or who cannot afford the surgery are able to breathe and do that very basic uh, life function. So that's my answer. Okay. I like that. Get on. Uh, Go yeah, that's, that's a nice one to help people out. Um, mine's kind of similar, I guess. Um, but I was reading this, um, I think it was an article the other day, and it was talking about how, uh, I believe it was Italy, uh, how they have four weeks worth of paid leave um, and they like shut down um, like stores and businesses from, uh, I think it's 12 like afternoon to 3 p.m. And I know to like a lot of Americans, that sounds pretty crazy, like, like four weeks of paid leave and also on businesses right in the middle of the day when you're making a lot of money. Um, and I, I read that and I was like, yeah, that's like, that's insane. But they said that it's because they want uh, you to like live your life and not to work your life. Like your life should not be about work. Um, and I think maybe not go that far because that's a pretty extreme uh, for a lot of Americans, but I think definitely making some form of like mandatory paid leave where you can like actually go out and visit friends or travel the world and still be paid for that. I think that'd be super nice just because, I mean, you'd actually be able to like live your life rather than just work. Because I know for us and, um, and Michael in the, in the military, um, there's like constantly things that are going on and constantly things that you have to do. And there's not always a lot of time um, to like have breaks, but you still have breaks um, versus like when you go out into the working world, it's almost always like, you work your nine to five and you work it almost 52 weeks in, in a year. It's like 51 because you get like a few holidays. I think it would just be really nice just to have like those, those two weeks off of like paid leave or something like that. We could go and actually live with and do what you want to do. I, th I think that's a, a really interesting point, Brian, because it's, 
like honestly I, at least from the point that i turned 16 i started to work and we all have worked um and you have your extracurriculars um you guys were all were all involved in athletics at one point or another uh mike and allison all the time constantly i feel like for your entire lives so it's all work you're always doing something um and i think anyone would admit that it's not always fun it's not always leisure so if that sort of policy were enacted brian i think that's great because really we spend so much of our lives maybe not in working like in the traditional paid labor sense but doing things similar to work and we don't always have the opportunity to just say like you know what i'm taking two weeks off and i'm going to belize which i would like to do um and i'd like to do that but i'm not going to be able to probably because i have to work yeah, that's, that's like exactly the point that I was trying to make there. Just being able to go and travel the world, that'd be super nice. Mike, did you have any ideas for this? I did. Well, here's the thing. The one that I've said for the longest of times, like it's honestly my thing, was actually signed in in December. Trump signed it in that the Pentagon has to release all information on UFOs. Like that, honestly, like aliens, I've always loved aliens. I've always sworn they're out there. And obviously we've always known that our government has known more about them than anyone else. Right. And it, like, and it was part of like the COVID thing. Like, I don't know how he slipped that in there, but I'm whatever. I love aliens. So I'm down. You know, it's like the pen it's in June. I believe they have to release all information they have on uh, it's, it's like phenomena aircraft. It's not UFOs, but it's UFOs, right. All information we have on them, which is awesome. Like that's probably my favorite thing that he's ever done. Like that's always the only thing. Cause I love aliens. Anyway, to kind of sidetrack that. Cause um, I think the thing that I would do is, and not to get super political with it though, is I'm capping the amount of money a college or university can charge because it is insane. Like the fact that, it's and one thing I've realized since coming here, and I get to interact with a lot of different a different demographic of uh, people, and which is also side note, like if you ever get a chance to like travel around America, like America is not what you think it is. Like you only know what it is in your hometown, whether it's college or anywhere else. Like living in a different part of the country is really cool. You get a better understanding for what everyone in this country is, and like a lot of people just don't, they just physically don't have the means to go to college, and there's nothing wrong with that. Like they find their way doing other things, but it's the fact that when there's people that want to go to college, but they can't because it's literally going to put them or people that do want to and do go, but it literally will put them in debt for the rest of their lives. I'm, I'm not saying the whole like free, free, you know, education and all that, like obviously economic stuff gets worked into that, but I'm saying you, you got to cap it at a reasonable number. I don't have that number in mind. Um, and I want to start like, I just, I just don't want schools to like, be businesses. I think business and education needs to be separated. That's like the main point of it. But yeah. Oh, that's a really interesting one. I know um, I don't have the exact figure, but I know since like 2000, I think colleges have like gotten either three or four times more expensive. Um, and I mean, the quality of education, I would guess has improved, but three or four times, that's, I don't know, that's, that's a high, uh, high price to pay for um, an education. Yeah, right. It, it's, and I feel almost that because you have so many more people going to college, like it, it's almost like an expectation now, um, or like to get a job, you have to have a bachelor's degree all of a sudden, or and where it used to be a high school diploma, whatever. And then at one point, people didn't even go to high school, whatever. Um, 
but like as they keep setting that bar higher that price tag that keeps getting more and more expensive um brian as you just just said is serves to exclude people from that so that they don't have to keep raising that bar that's how i conceptualize it allison what is your executive order um the only thing that I could think that I've thought about before is just like how much of Earth, this goes with the space thing, but how much of Earth is just unexplored and like how much we kind of just accept that. We're like, oh, the ocean's mysterious. It just is. It's like, let's it have to find be. Atlantis. I'm down. Like, oh. there's so much out there that's literally on our own planet. And I get space exploration is also really, really cool. But there's also so much more here that we've just like forgotten about. We're like trying to discover new planets. And it's like, over half of our planet is still like a complete mystery, which is just wild to me. I don't know. Yeah, it's, um, I know, uh, I, I can't remember the exact planet or the celestial body. It was either the moon or Mars, but they said that, um, this was like a NASA briefing. Um, they said that we know more about the surface of Mars than we do about like our oceans. Just because, like Allison said, I think it's like 90% of the oceans are unexplored. And we know about we know more about this planet that is millions of miles away than we do about something that's maybe just a few hundred away. Yeah. It's crazy. That is crazy. Also, just a little side note, did y'all see that the helicopter flew on Mars yesterday? Oh, we yeah. We remote controlled a helicopter on Mars. Anyway, super dope. But yes, that, that is a good point. Like, well, what's down there? And not to get too like sidetracked, but like you know, like Godzilla. I don't know if y'all are into the new monster movies, the MonsterVerse, but he lives down deep in the ocean, right? Like, not saying Godzilla's down there, but there's well, so if much he is, stuff. we have to find him. I, we just we to, do. for national security purposes. Oh, exactly. Um, but yeah, no, that'd be. But we need to put. That's the thing. Oh, I'm not gonna get into a rant, but like, as far as like spending, like how we give NASA like no money, like that's. You know, and I think, you know what, maybe change the executive order. We are making a not instead of NASA, it'll be NASA, but it'll be for C. So the S will stand for C. And it'd be like aquatic National Aquatic Sea Association or something. And we're gonna explore the oceans. Pretty cool. There's a lot of like minerals and stuff down there too. I know that there's like these uh like geodes, like they're almost like lithium. Um, geodes, I mean, they're not lithium, but they they have similar properties to uh, uh, to lithium. Uh, but the, you can literally like go down there and like scoop them off the ocean floor, and it's way less um, like carbon and polluting or carbon intensive and uh, much less pollution um, to like get those off the floor and then turn them into like batteries or something like that. And it is to go and actually go into like lithium mines and mine like these super rare underground materials. Well, Daniels informed me that there's a National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration. Um, obviously, they're not big enough because we don't know about them publicly. So that's a – we'll get in contact with them, see if they want to do a joint segment or something. Um, but, yeah, let's explore them oceans. Among things we will explore are our topics of the bank robbery, um, which we'll have to wait until the next episode, unfortunately, because we have run out of time. That indeed we have. Um, any concluding statements from the co-hosts? Thank you for listening. Always a pleasure. We're happy to be here. Um, keep sending us your thoughts um, on Instagram and on uh, on Twitter. If uh, I, I think 
Mike might want to just reiterate, just just for the heck of it, what our what our Twitter handle and our Instagram handle. Twitter right. handle is at best underscore foot underscore the numeral four WARD. I'm going to pass it to our social media manager for the Instagram one because I don't know that one. Super simple at best foot forward. No caps, no spaces. So like to see. Well, it's been a pleasure as always. Uh, we're enjoying this. We're going to try and knock out a schedule hopefully um stay tuned to our social media it's going to get a bigger push we're going to look into some merch maybe we'll see but uh anyways thank you guys for listening and as always this has been best foot forward